0: I never had a plum or tuna fish. Baby, now. Let me try some new exciting dish. Baby, now. Bok choy, colored greens, pad thai. So many foods I haven't tried. I'm kind of scared to eat them. I won't lie. Welcome to Baby Mouth. I am Jimmy Smagula. And I am, in fact, going to try olives for the first time this week. And I'm sure a lot of you can't believe this. I am an Italian man. I grew up with an Italian mother and in a very Italian household. Olives are just something that has scared me for my entire life. I'm not even enjoying looking at them in the jar right now. They're in an olive juice that I don't want to try. But something that I am excited about is my guest this week. She is one of my favorite people. She is one of truly the funniest people I've ever met. I'm going to be laughing a lot this week and you're going to be laughing a lot too. She's already giggling. You can hear and you know, she's a writer, she's an author, she created and just show ran this show on Amazon called Yearly Departed, which was basically a funeral for 2020, which God knows who doesn't want to watch that. It is terrific. Here she is, Bess cow Bess, welcome
1: to Baby Mouth. Maybe it is an honor to be here for um your strange food crisis that's unfolding as a podcast well it's very just, I'm here as a friend i'm here as somebody who loves you and cares about you and your well-being and i you know i you know if you need to do a podcast to work through it fine here i am
0: i, I do and,
1: um And let's, you know, let's get through this together.
0: You know, it's funny because not only are the olives a crisis for me, but originally you had selected plums. Yes. And we need to talk about this because I was very excited about plums. I've never had a plum. And then yesterday I started my search for plums. And of course it's winter.
1: I should have known. You what know that were we was thinking? I sent you on a fool a fool sending someone on a fool's errand. It was
0: a fool's um, errand. It
1: was a fool's errand, and it was I should have known. And I, I, I you know what? I set us up to fail because <laughs> loving a food means the food is 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 not bad. Like it's not it's not out of season. It's right. not like sour and like wilting on the vine. If you're going to eat a plum, we will go to like. Umbria and find a yes. plum tree in the summer. We
0: should be doing these on location, Bess. You what are we location?
1: doing? I assume your budget is eighty thousand per. The budget's about, uh, you
0: know, the olives. I think were six ninety nine, and that's about right. Okay, that's well, about let's right.
1: Up it up. Let's get it up. Um, <laughs> I I think we should do a luxury food cruise in <laughs> the Mediterranean.
0: Just a cruise ship of <laughs> luxury. <laughs>
1: Fill it to Spotify. Who's going to know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they're not paying attention over there. <laughs>
1: right, right?
0: They've certainly um, got the asked, money.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, come um, on. So I am sorry to set you up for this, the plum run. Oh,
0: don't uh, apologize. It was just hilarious because I thought... Why did I say yes to plums? Obviously, because, you know, I had done figs uh, like last month, but I had to get dry figs because like plums, Mm. figs were out of. Oh, well,
1: then you haven't had figs. That's right. That that was a great episode. But but if you haven't, um, you know, you have to have a real fig. I feel like you should reprise that one.
0: And you've Um, had real figs.
1: Yes, I'm a, I'm an adult. I'm a. I'm a thirty-something-year-old woman. I've had. I've had figs. I've existed in the world not as a. What do we call it? A baby mouth. A baby I, mouth. As an adult. I'm an adult mouth, so I've had figs. Uh, but I will say, with plums, it is. We talked about it earlier. It is the Russian roulette of fruit. You never yeah. know what you're gonna get. You could, I, I, you know, it was, it is, it is a risk. It to eat a plum is to is to sort of give up to God. Yes. It, yes. Well, you
0: had said to me like get floor, four. You had said to me yes. get four plums and you might get one good one. Yes. Why do you like think a, the plum is so elusive?
1: You know, I think a, I I respect the plum for that reason. <laughs> I think a plum is a fruit that that um puts you that immediately puts you in a position of fear. <laughs> <laughs> And fear, it's sort of like the Regina George of fruit, <laughs> you know, you're just like you're cowering to it immediately. Even if it's bad, you're like, No, no, I swear it was good once. It's an, <laughs> it's an alpha, alpha fruit, gaslighting fruit. It's a mean girl, it's a mean girl and fruit. It is it's a mean girl fruit. You're like, Once it was nice to me, and so I'll just spend the rest of my life being like, No, I like plums. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but, but we're not eating plums today. Today,
0: no, we're gonna bad. do these olives in like. I am, I mean, honestly, I know that the podcast seems sticky or something. Like I've got a little hook. It is true. I am truly like even getting them last night Uh, and looking at them because like I have had martinis before, you know, and people with olives in them. No, 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 no. But people will even just say, like, I want the olive juice. Like, there's something about, yeah, like, you want all, there's something about the fact, like, I'm looking at them now in this glass jar, and they're they're sitting in, like, a juice, their own kind of juice. What is the juice of the olive?
1: It's just, it's just the brine, it's brine, and nobody asks what brine is. I think maybe uh, it's the ocean, I don't know. It's but, not the
0: ocean, but, is it?
1: No, 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 oh. no, brine, it's brine, it's, it's. I don't know what that is. You know, it's it's like asking what is contact solution. I know I'm not <laughs> making it appetizing, but the um, you know, but a brine
0: is a separate solution from olive. Brine
1: is the way that the olive turns from this inedible fruit from the tree into this sort of pickled ish. Are you kidding? Thing.
0: I didn't know that. No. The olive no,
1: turns exactly. into an something. That is, an unbrined olive is just sort of. It's like it's it's biting into you know. Uh, a sort of it's biting into a condensed leaf it's not it's not a it's not an edible thing it's like eating a flower but I didn't know that yeah I mean apparently in Italy like they could be good and sweet off the tree but this is to, to eat an olive is to is to eat a cured fruit um, and really? I, I, as I'm hearing you and watching you viscerally react, I wonder if a lot of this food aversion stuff is visual for you. If like, the, if the turnoff is how it looks, absolutely Very little to do with how it tastes,
0: but it's funny because I, my mom, you know, I have my mom on every episode. So at the end of this yeah. episode, she'll come on and I'm yeah. sure she's had olives and I'm sure that she probably likes being an Italian woman.
1: I know. I know. I just feel like, and listen, this is something that I've known about you, but through Bridger yes. um, I, I, for, for years, you know, I remember Bridger going like, I, we would go here, but Jimmy's not going to like it. And I would be like, Oh, he'll love it. What are you talking about? And, and, and Bridger sort of like it, protecting you very sweetly was like, Oh, it's not his thing. And then you send me this list and I'm like, I know this is some girl interrupted shit. I know <laughs> all sushi.
0: I've never been to a sushi restaurant. I think I tried a California roll once.
1: Right. I don't, I remember that on the list. It was like sushi except California <laughs> roll, which was which sort apparently of like a, is very brave. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's, it's something that is so understandable um, because a lot of these foods on your list don't look like who wants to eat dead raw fish. Like it's
0: Yeah.
1: You don't want to eat it except eating no. it. And the experience of, of, of that food, that flavor is actually really good. Although I'm also, I do have like a baby mouth ish stuff with sushi. Too. I don't do? eat eel.
0: You don't, well, eat, don't eel. eat
1: eel. Um, I wouldn't
0: consider because, that baby mouth though. I mean, I think a, I would never eat an eel. I don't even know what that is.
1: Okay. You good. Know what I mean, because like scarlet, I know. What- yeah. I mean, how can you eat any? eel? Uh, uh, it's called unagi and it's a delicacy oh. and I'm, I'm very wrong to not like it. Um, but <laughs> the growing up on the East coast, I would swim in ponds. And, yes. And, there were are on my legs, yeah. and I can't. I can't do it. What but, other
0: kind of foods do you? Well, let me ask you this: Growing up, did your parents introduce you to a wide variety? Were you eating like Thai food and Japanese food? And because I was not.
1: Yes, I know, and that's and I, I, listen. As a mother, I know. Blame your mother. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, and
0: we do on this podcast yeah. every week.
1: I know, I know, I know. Your mother, who uh, is an icon, and I, I adore through your impressions of her. And, oh, and she is, you know, she is a gift. Yes, she is. But um, she's a gift, and she's given you a curse.
0: That's right.
1: That's and right. And um, that's like a very deep cut for crossover listeners. It is so, a
0: huge crossover, too. I said no gifts, was my
1: boyfriends. Was, Jimmy, was that an Easter egg? <laughs> um, the uh,
0: Be considered.
1: Could be considered one. Could be one. considered so, one. To answer your question, I so I I grew up. I like to say I grew up in New York City. I grew up in Westchester, yeah. but I grew up as a as a young child f- from ages zero to five. I grew up in New York City. Yeah, uh,
0: New York adjacent Westchester. For sure. yeah,
1: well, I was in New York City until I was five, and then we moved to the suburbs oh. from five to um, fourteen, and then back to the city for high school. Oh. Uh, which is if you need to like, you know. Um, dox me or figure out my identity, you can see places that I've lived.
0: <laughs> so, I don't need to do that. I can just ask you. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, And so <laughs> that's, that's, and my mother's maiden name. <laughs> the, uh, the, I, I, so I, I grew up in New York city as a very young child. And because of that, I was exposed to a lot of different kinds of food yeah. and I had parents who both worked. And so we ate a lot of takeout. And our options were—I I definitely had a lot of Italian food. Delish. We lived on the Upper West Side. There's a lot of good Italian food. up, mm-hmm. up parts of But I had, you know, sog paneer as a little kid, and you know, a, a very Americanized version of Indian food. Definitely. Oh, but,
0: I didn't even know what that was, sog
1: paneer. Yeah, no, that. Listen to me throwing it around. Monsoon yeah. wedding over here, but the uh, <laughs> but I I I Chinese food was a big part of our life, yeah. um, and. I think I had a, a this sort of idea of food as being from many different cultures. I also had a dad who's have a dad who's a very pretentious man. yes uh, so like his spices come from little India and oh. like he'll, he'll' like you know he'll like grind his own the oh. it was hipster he like had a mortar and pestle and oh I enjoy that I think that's yes. great. I admire that I do t- yes and he would love. To hear you say that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I
0: like someone who really takes care in their cooking because, unless he's just cooking for himself, which I doubt it, it shows that he's caring about you and he wants your experience to be authentic and, and good.
1: Yes. And I mean the real twist is he would he would cook for, for me and for my brother. Um and you know, he would make pre- his own preserved lemon and he would soak beans and make asobuco. Like he's a really, he's an actual gourmand. In our house, in our apartment, we have like back issues of gourmet magazine and savour Whoa. and like Oh yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um and like he has the same cast iron pan that he's had since you know he was in his twenties. Wow. He's like a very, he's very serious about cooking, and he is married to my mom, who is a baby now. <laughs> my mom has almost, and I was waiting till I came on the podcast to tell you this, and it's part of what my mom has almost all of the same food. My mom, my mom only eats cut up cantaloupe, cottage cheese, like plain plain chicken. Yep. Italian food is generally okay. Okay. You sound like
0: the same person. I enjoy a cut-up cantaloupe.
1: The idea of her eating sushi is like the idea of her manning a flight to Mars. Like there's no there's no So how do her and your dad eat meals together? My dad, sadly, or like does he just cook for himself? My dad would cook for himself and me and my brother, who eventually got kind of turned by my mom when we were like 10. They're yeah. we like, we just want chicken. And like, really? and like pasta, lasagna. <laughs> Um, the uh, the but my dad kept at it and like would would bring food to like the nurses at work and like always like baking bread and like has a sourdough mother before the pandemic and like you know a real food guy is married to a woman who like literally a, a meal for her is plain cottage cheese like bread. <laughs> Um, cantaloupe and like uh, it's 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 insane. There's zero variety and no adventure. She would never eat Indian food.
0: So would you say that because of that, because I also, I'm getting, I get interested in like the emotional connection that people have to different foods and meals, because I have such emotional connections to the things that I ate, to the same seven things that my mother made me as a kid. Do you, do you have that emotional connection or because you didn't,
1: it wasn't Mm -hmm. like
0: that for you growing up? No,
1: I mean, my mom would make the same, my mom would make just sort of like plain lasagna with like the Palio ricotta mm, that and, sounds, bread and mozzarella. that sounds like I a dream. It is a dream. It's great food, but I have never once craved it because I saw it as this like I had the other I had the other way of being in my house. If that was the only thing, I would be like, This is my food, this is my cover. Then my dad would come home from work and be like, Here, I'm like hand making these kimchi dumplings. <gasps> and I'm you know, I know, I know. It's like wow. Yeah, I I feel like I I could have easily been like you, um, <laughs> <laughs> just a lost, terrible But soul. I'm getting better. I'm getting wrecked. Wrecked.
0: better. Right. Like, I mean, I had pad thai. I enjoyed. I thought pad thai I know, was so It that. was delish. And a chicken jalfrezi, right. Indian food, which I never had anything even from that nation
1: right and what a, what an amazing thing you're doing yeah. it's something that my mom will never do like you are pushing yourself to to be a, a grown-up mouth is there and, any
0: is there anything that you are afraid to eat
1: um aside I, aside from the eel i would say you know i also am not a big sea urchin person i i feel okay saying this to these you. are <laughs> exotic sort of like, things like though. yeah that's That's a crazy. That it's meant to kill you, not not. Yeah, I mean
0: these are exotic, you know, a sea urchin. I wouldn't, I would never eat that.
1: As I'm a Jewish person, I don't eat gefilte fish. (gasps) Somebody,
0: yeah, somebody said they wanted to try that with me on this podcast at some point. God help you!
1: I mean, Adonai, bless. It's (laughs) not going to be good. It's it's just you know there are some things that are. I feel like a filter fish is the kind of thing that if I grew up without my mom, my dad enthusiastically was like piling the horseradish on at all of the holidays where you eat it. Yes. Um, but – and it's a ceremonialish food. Like it's something you eat on a holiday. It's right. not like you're just like walking around Williamsburg eating it out of the can right. and you're big – Black hat,
0: but the um... I love those big hats so much yeah. so that I googled them, and no, they're, they're actually extremely expensive. They're like a
1: thousand dollars. Did you see unorthodox Is that why?
0: No, no, no. I saw them walking around the Fairfax District, and also in Williamsburg when we lived there, and unorthodox Right, but I love them.
1: Listen, being that stylish doesn't come cheap. I know, um, but I <laughs> I will say, yeah, Caveltavish is a food I I I. It's a fear food. Um, and, it's a gefilte uh,
0: fish. That's not an actual fish. They're not like. Here comes the gefilte. That's a Yiddish yeah, word. Yeah, it's gefilte, like a ver- right? It's a
1: fish with pears, <laughs> and, and it's one it's of those like, hats. Yes, it's, it's an anxious fish. Yes. it's a nasal fish, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's lactose intolerant. And this kind of comedy that you'll get. <laughs> I, love it.
0: I love it so much
1: so sorry. I love so, it so much. Is it uh, salmon gefilte fish or we don't know? You know, I think it's just a white fish that's oh, ground up. Fish. And okay. it's also brined in some way.
0: Yeah, It all comes back to brine.
1: It all comes back to brining. And I, I will say to to pivot it back to the, the noble olive, the, yeah. the olive of your people. Yes. Um, it is a food that is... Um, that when when I think about olives, I think about great settings that I've had olives in, which is like at like tapas restaurants with friends. And there's like a little dish of olives or like warm olives that my friend's mom used to make growing up, like rosemary and olive oil in a pan. There's like a
0: tapenade or something. Tapenade is I've I've heard of that. I've never, I would never, it looked kind of dark when I think I saw it. Yeah.
1: That's the visual thing for you. I'm, I'm trying Maybe I should just, maybe we should just do a therapy session.
0: <laughs> well, that's basically what this is. I can't really afford therapy during the
1: pandemic. Listen, as Bridger knows, I am the daughter of two doctors. Yes. So that makes me his primary care physician, and I can be yours.
0: PCP, <laughs> baby. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but uh, I know the tapenade, and there's an olive bread, I think, that I've seen before that I've yeah. never tried. Yeah. But uh, it, it is a time Now, these are... The kind that you've asked me to get are the Vitrano olives. So this is a yeah. green olive, and I learned that there are also black olives.
1: Yes, black olives is a more is a more advanced olive. Oh. That's more you know that's a that's a super briny olive, and it's very salty and has sort of like a puckering mouth experience. Oh. These are these sort of like sumptuous, a little bit sweet, um, really just. Um, e- they're, they're an easygoing, olive. they're a, they're a, they're a gateway olive. It's a starter olive. It's a, star, it's a starter olive. Now, are there uh, going
0: to be pits in these olives?
1: There are. And I oh, need to, we need to God. just sort of emotionally prepare for that. Okay. And you know, love, like life.
0: I have not opened the jar or anything. I didn't even want to smell it. I didn't want to do anything until we got to this moment. Okay. But I can truly tell you, this is something that I'm not like, I am. I don't know. I don't
1: think I'm going to like it. I want to like it. Here's the association I would give for olives for you. It's like, it it's a pizza enhancer. Mm. You know, this is something where if you had it on your pizza, it would make the pizza that much more oh, sort I of like salty that. and gliby. I like that. That's good. Yeah, like it could easily be in a tomato sauce. And if you bit into one in a tomato sauce, it would, which which is like, a, I believe a puttanesca is made with olives. Must be. I don't know, really. Uh, here I am, like... Italian explaining.
0: That sounds right to
1: me. Yeah, maybe not. You know, definitely at me if I'm wrong. Please, <laughs> so, she's on Twitter. Please. She's on you all the things. P- pummel me, pummel me, and cancel can me. Can email me at
0: babymouthpodcast at gmail dot com and let me know what is in a Putinesca sauce. But I bet that olives are in that, and I bet that they're green olives. And you would never put a black olive in a martini, right? Only green.
1: No, 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 no. A green olive is a, is, a green olive is a more absorbent olive. It's just more spongy. So it, it takes to the, the martini better. Um, and it takes on the the brine. I, I, I think I do know the answer. I think it's just sort of a salt water. It's okay. to keep them super salty. But it's uh,
0: interesting because I didn't know the olive goes through um, uh, like a maturing thing where it goes. It that's really interesting.
1: It makes the flesh, um, which is a, not a super appetizing term. Uh, uh, but it makes the flesh a little softer. The flesh Otherwise, it's just olive. a really tough yeah. thing. Otherwise, you're just sort of eating something tough. So, but this is a real. This is something that sort of eats like a like a fruit. Okay. So you can think of it as like a a little little fruit. And is olive oil?
0: Does that actually come from olives?
1: Yes, it's, okay. it's, it's not marketing. But, <laughs> yeah, olive oil is is like ancient. Like what's us call it. Um, yeah, it is. It is pressed olive.
0: Because I enjoy that.
1: Well, if you like olive oil, that is the, the that is the essence of the oh, olive. Okay.
0: All right. We're going to open this can. This yeah. is called Divina Organic Castelvetrano Olives. These are yes. USDA organic. They say organic literally 12 times on this freaking jar. Organic.
1: I'm not kidding. Oh, you'll live forever. It's great.
0: It says it's a product of Italy, but it's imported by Food Match of New York, New York. So does that mean it came from New York or from Italy?
1: That sounds like a workaround if I ever heard. Okay. All right.
0: Contains pits. Yes. Organic olives, water, salt, lactic acid. That's an acidity regulator.
1: Yeah. It's just, that's just a, that's just to keep it from, from turning to, 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 from turning sour at all.
0: Thirty-five calories and three olives. So that's a healthy snack.
1: That. We could eat these all day and stay very thin. Three grams of fat in three olives. All right. Well,
0: I'm gonna open the can. Okay. I'm probably gonna take a smell. All right, there we go. Yeah, you
1: got it. It has a sort of think of think of a pizza sauce smell.
0: I'm scared. Oh, that's not what I thought it was gonna smell like. I thought it was gonna be much more salty. This is a kind of faint Yep. Almost like a fruity, sweet smell.
1: Exactly. It's like if you bit it, olive oil would come out.
0: Now, would you suggest I have here a plate and a fork? Yes. Would you suggest that I eat this olive with a fork, or do you just eat it with your hand?
1: Hands only, baby. (gasps) This is a caveman's food. But there's a
0: pit in there, so I shouldn't bite down
1: on hard on it. No, you bite down delicately. It's like you're biting into a baby's toe. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Let me think of the last time i bit into a baby's <laughs> toe. Okay, got it. All right, right I'm going to, all right, here we go. I'm going in the jar. First time olives, best calb. Oh, God. All right, I feel the juice is on my fingers. Yep. Here I go.
1: Yeah, just a salty, lovely
0: pizza topping. Oh, there's a fit. Mm. Yep. Okay. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that is not for me.
1: <laughs> oh, Ooh. No. Oh. oh, this face! That is oh really not good for our listeners. That's... Jimmy looks like he's been he's been stabbed. Oof! No, People. it's a no for you. That's first okay. of all,
0: it's so salty. Yes. Whatever that juice, the brine or whatever, oh. that is not good. And then the actual olive. Oof! Yeah. Oh my God, I feel like my whole head is just going to explode off of my body.
1: Don't, you might, you should get some, you should have a little, do you have water by you?
0: No. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take another bite. I know this sounds crazy. Really? I didn't okay. enjoy it, but I just want to, now that I'm prepared yes. for the shock of what that tastes like, which is yeah. not delicious.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to try it's another. Good. It even looks kind of nasty when you bite into it. It's just green and best. It's really not.
1: Aren't there olives that have red centers in them? Are those different? Those are preventos. Those are stuffed olives, which, which, if you can believe it, add salt to the olive. Oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> Why are people doing
0: this to themselves?
1: It's because people have acquired a taste over And they've time. made a tapenade out of this? Yes, it's a lovely thing to eat on some some mm. focaccia. So you t- have on some bread.
0: All right, um, I'm going to take another bite because why not? I'm doing my own podcast.
1: Yes, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm torturing you.
0: No, no, do not listen. This is the point of this whole shebang. This is
1: no, great. I, I'm here with you. I I am accountable for your pain. It's not <laughs> and good. we're going to get through this. Try another. Try another right, bite. Here's another now little bite.
0: Can. It's weird too with the pit inside. It's not. Yeah, it it you does. For it. Yeah, it's not an enjoyable experience.
1: It's not meant to be. It's not like a. It's. It's not like a Cheeto. You know, you can't just pop it. Mm, I and, love a and Cheeto. Not think about it.
0: Cheetos are so good, though, aren't they?
1: But that's an extremely salty food.
0: I guess
1: this just has that olive oil fruit that happens to be salty, and it isn't just a fake cheese thing.
0: I'm gonna try another bite. Yes. All
1: right, here I go. Oh God. Think of it on pizza. Nope. Nope. No. Oh Oh my God. It's
0: like, um, Oh God. It's like sour. Is it supposed to be like a sour? It's like fucking sour and salt. It's so not, that's not good.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, you're,
1: you're, you're not. I will say this. I picked a food that a lot of people don't like.
0: I'm having a coffee.
1: That I have friends who are normal, not like you. They're normal people. Adults who will say no olives it is a very very it it is something that you as an adult mouth are allowed to not like
0: now if i had because there's so many different kinds of olives there's pimento like you said
1: there's all kinds so do they all taste they all taste like this is the easiest olive to (gasps) like I, I mean, unless unless the, like, the garlickiness of, uh, I mean, there are blue cheese stuffed olives, which I feel like are the two things that, that would, I, I think you might have to go to the hospital if you had one of those. I don't
0: think I've ever had blue cheese that I can remember.
1: I mean, oh, God, have you ever had brie? No. <gasps> I've never
0: had a lot of cheeses.
1: There's a world of salty, unctuous foods that have kind of a funk to them. And olives is in that, ca- or in that mm. category. So that's your, like your camembert, your brie. And these are things that I love. But if I were to, and I will say this, wait, have you had pickles? I
0: have and I don't, but I but I will never get them. Like if I cannot have them on
1: a hamburger, then I okay. won't get
0: them. Like I'm not into a pickle.
1: This is, yeah. So they're in the same, ca- so I feel like there, there's a category of things that are the salty briny things.
0: Mm.
1: That's pickles and olives and kimchi. These are maybe not foods that, we are ready to to go for. But trying them allows your brain now to understand an entire category of foods that people are eating and enjoying.
0: Oh my God, that was really, it's just, it's, a, it's vegetable-y, yep.
1: but it's sour and salt. Yes. These things that you are describing as disgusting are things that to me are a, delightful with a glass of rosé yeah a lot of
0: people must really like that olive but i just oh it's also
1: unlike a pad thai it's not like a food that you just dig into a bowl of you'll have like three olives
0: right and you eat them mostly people eat them on a tray with other things they are usually paired with something
1: right yes you can have them with like an almond a marcona almond or a or, you know, I, I think just an olive bowl um, with herbs and olive oil heated up a little is really, really delicious. But it's a lot to mentally prepare for and work around. You've, you've got an impediment right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's not even easy to eat. It's like it makes it difficult. It's not good looking. It's not. We picked a tough one. But I'm glad. And I I I don't regret it, I think, is the purpose of the podcast to convince you to like foods or to convince you to try foods. Just to
0: convince me to try them, to at least just say, you know what? I have tried an olive. I don't enjoy.
1: Right. And I don't want it, but I don't want it to be the kind of thing where it's like, I'm making you eat a gross out thing. Like no, a, like that's bear, not the point like either. Kind of James Corden bit. Like right. Like, it's
0: not that, no, no, it's not that at all. It's I want to try things yes. I've never tried before. And millions and millions, probably tens of millions, we could even maybe say a hundred million people on earth love olives.
1: Oh, I would give it an easy billion. A billion people like there olives? There are nine billion people on earth. I think if at you least one? Up, I think if you line up nine people, at least one of them is gonna like olives.
0: One ninth of the world. I would say at least one ninth of the world. Loves likes olives. Them. And I would say how many of that ninth of people are Italian? A lot.
1: Probably a lot, yeah. And I would say, pro- this is—I think this is an area where Jews and Italians intersect because we are a brining people. I mean, yes. even the consultative that we talked about, borscht, I think is like pick, we we Jews come from shtetls where we are only access to like vegetables where you have to like pick them in the winter from the mud and then pickle them and like yes. keep them in the mud yes. so that they stay. And so pickling is a big deal for us. Yeah. And I'll
0: that. Well, I just don't enjoy. It. I mean, but I'm glad I tried it.
1: I'm so glad you tried it. I think you're very brave for trying it.
0: I have an email from a listener, Bess. Okay, They've emailed in at babymouthpodcast at gmail.com with a food nightmare story yeah. or a food that they've tried that they've loved recently. Yeah. And I want to share it with you and then we can talk about it. It says, oh. hi, Jimmy. My food horror story happened last week. I started my day with a bowl of Trix cereal. Okay. I poured myself a bowl and it was that awful moment where there isn't enough for a second bowl, but too much for only one bowl. I decided to risk it and eat the rest of the box thinking, hey, I was going to go to the gym later and I could use the extra energy. Fast forward to the gym. I was feeling really good, so I decided to push myself just a little further on the elliptical. After a half an hour, I began to feel lightheaded and nauseous. I got down off of the machine. I knew what was coming next. I dragged myself to the bathroom and threw up the same bowl of tricks. I had had only hours before. I was (gasps) so embarrassed only to see the man at the front desk waiting for me outside the door. He saw the whole thing. I had to tell this very attractive, toned, Greek god, gorgeous man that I wasn't sick. I don't have COVID. But in fact, I ate too many tricks before I came to the gym. I can never look at tricks the same way again. All the best. Hannah from Omaha, Nebraska.
1: Sweet Hannah. Now, Bess, have you ever thrown up in public? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, I am like since I was a child. I I, I was just a barfy, barfy no. kid. <laughs> oh my God! Thank no. God my son doesn't have motion sickness. Not At yet. Least
0: yet. Not yet. Yeah.
1: Might oh my god I deserve it I was my oh. parents would pack extra changes of clothes for all of us when we oh, would go on a plane that is <laughs> or when we would when we go on a long car trip that's if I like terrible. when I went up until like when I went to sleepaway camp I had to sit in the very front seat of the Greyhound of like the, the coach oh. bus that would take out the, all the kids like I couldn't inter- I had to like just pretend I wasn't there on the oh, bus and then, like I got I'm so motion sick all oh, like if I'm on a boat that is not going 90 miles an hour I'm seasick so I I just I'm such even a now oh even now oh my god you know we had for I have to say no if that I mean like like I'm invited on a boat right. but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but um there were like friend, there were friends of ours whose parents did the thing where they sell everything and and sail around the world on a Sailing ship, and they met up with us. But they're all away, Um, and they their the parents came to like the harbor where we all were. And there was an option to be on their boat. And I remember this was like maybe five six years ago. um, I remember considering (laughs) jumping off the boat into the (laughs) harbor, like just with their parents in like a nice summer dress. (laughs) And I looked at Charlie, my husband, and he goes, "Don't jump off the boat." Oh, no. So it's can like you imagine just throw. launching
0: yourself into the sea.
1: I was gonna throw up. Oh God! I just had to. I just had to like lay down in the breeze. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> and, t- and so, so still
0: to this day, just yeah, motion barfing. sickness. Oh,
1: are God. you a are you a barfy person? I mean, this looked like you were about to retch. No, like- I'm not. But
0: I the story that comes to mind is when I I, I made my Broadway debut in the Full Monty, the yes. musical.
1: Oh. And And a a legendary moment.
0: Great show. Dream come true. 24 years old. And I Uh understudied the, um, the role of Dave, who is the big, big guy who Saran wraps his stomach to try to lose weight before they have to go the full Monty. He's very ashamed of how overweight he is. So I understudied that role. And so I was a, a man of a certain size at that time in my life at 24 years old. And we started rehearsing out of town in San Diego before Broadway. And we were rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I remember the associate choreographer took me aside and said, you know, you're looking a little thin. Don't lose too much weight. Because we were dancing a lot and we were, you know, working Uh, all day.
1: Something you never hear.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I went to McDonald's after rehearsal that day because I was terrified that I was going to be fired. Yeah. And it was my Broadway. I didn't want to lose. No, of course. But I had a double quarter pounder with cheese fries. I had like a 20 piece McNugget, a chocolate. (gasps) I mean, I ate. Oh, no. It's like a Michael Phelps meal. And I threw up all night. Oh, Threw up all night. So that was like, I know. So that was like a moment where I just stuffed myself. And- (sighs) the other but it didn't happen in public right public is different the story that i can remember that is an extremely embarrassing public story was when i was in 7th grade and i played every sport when i was a kid and all i wanted to do was play the piano and listen to broadway show recordings i yeah. didn't want to play football basketball i played all of them but i was on uh-huh. the basketball team 7th grade at the high school auditorium playing the neighboring town and our coach yelled a lot and Mm. i was on the court and he was yelling 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 smogola smogola and i could never remember if you put what the difference between offense and defense i couldn't remember if offense was when you had the ball or defense was when you had the ball and he's saying i couldn't remember and he said, okay. Smagula, hands up on defense. I mean, for hours, right? This game's fucking going on for hours. I'm sweating. My stomach is churning, churning. And he's oh, yelling, Smagula, hands up on defense, hands up oh, on defense. For pressure. And I put my hands up. I said, Okay, coach, hands up. And I pooped my pants <gasps> right there. No. Center court. With my little white shorts on, my (gasps) little white basketball shorts and powder blue shirt. And I froze and I ran off the court. Good boy. All the way home to my mother. And I knocked on the front door, which in my house was weird because we always went in through the back door. Okay. And I knocked on the front door and she opened the door and said, what are you doing home? I thought you had a game and she looked down oh god and she was like get on the side of the house and use the hose <laughs> oh
1: no so i got know.
0: fully naked in my driveway was it cold what month was this no it wasn't that cold it probably okay. was like a march or april i okay, wanna say okay okay and i hosed myself down and she came <gasps> running out with the towel ta- i mean that is the most embarrassing
1: did people did did you did people could people tell what had happened on the court? I don't,
0: I don't remember suffering from any abuse after that, like any okay. being made fun of or anything. But wow, I okay, abused great. myself enough for a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, that is just so.
1: They, so the boys didn't see. They didn't I see what happened. I don't remember. Thank God, because that would be a very different story than if you just took a dump on the, I- the court. <laughs> It's like a, like fell out of your shorts. It's so embarrassing, but like. so embarrassing. But what
0: I, could I, I, mean, I just, it was the stress. Uh, and I think I probably quit the basketball team the next day.
1: Of course. Time. No, I'm going to have nightmares about this. It was, did, did you quit? Did you play sports at all when you I were? I did. Oh yeah, I did. did I was, play? I was, I played soccer. I, I was sweeper. I bet you like were good at that. Dancing in front of the goalie. <laughs> Um, like, I never saw any action but I was I, I was just like I had what I called ball sense and I used to say that a lot I was like dad I got ball sense I know he's like because he's like what are you doing twinkle toes what are you doing down ball there ball sense I in the action and so I would like stand there like as the action was happening on the other side of the field always like waiting for it to come to me and then like three times a game the ball would get kicked punted all the way down to me and no yeah. one was there and I would have all the time in the world to just sort of like flitter on up and do a big glory kick I you were <laughs> great at soccer i could totally my job but i i sacrificed my body for the game like i went in like i was just like i was this very very small kid and i would just sort of like but i i think i acted like i was like this big tough <laughs> and so i broke both of my arms like I broke my left radius during preseason when I, I was like a freshman who they were like, Yeah, this crazy brave heart kid, like <laughs> we'll, we'll like do anything. We'll put her on J V as a freshman and um I broke my arm uh getting slide tackled by a girl from Horace Mann, our our competitor yes. in school. Um I got slide tackled by her and um she later went to my college. <laughs> but uh yeah, but I I, I went hard. to I went unnecessarily hard to for the benefit to the benefit of no one. Everyone right. suffered, including.
0: Me. I feel like you would be good. Yeah, I feel like you would be a good sports player because you are an aggressive. Like I feel what? that fire in you.
1: Yeah, when it's like when it's like the team needs the like like. Because basically, I would blame myself for every goal because it would get by me, and then and so like if my team lost, I would just like for a week I'd be like, "I'm
0: fine." You were the last line of defense.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, and so I had all these crazy superstitions because like the whole weight of the game was on me. So I was like, I have to wear my maroon shin guards, and like the whole um, it was just like a lot of anxiety and pressure for no reason nobody oh. was like you could you could play soccer without a sweeper you could easily just remove me from the game oh. and I went the same game <laughs> but sports. there i was like dying sports sports,
0: sports are so crazy. crazy and i'm so it's glad crazy. that i yeah. didn't play them for very long
1: oh my god but that's so i didn't I, that's crazy to know that you were like a a middle school jock Did oh that my last? god Did you play in high school, too?
0: No, thank God. No, no. By the time I got to high school, I was playing clarinet, trumpet, piano, singing. By then, I had really defined who I was to my parents, and they weren't going to fuck with that. That's so great. But football, I mean, I remember playing football. I think I played two years of football, basketball t-ball soccer i played all of the i used to yell at the soccer coach don't yell yeah. at me i'm just a little kid
1: we had a very similar experience i love don't yell at me i'm just a little kid just that's, a, little a, that's kid. a that's a wonderful that that i hope he remembers that for the rest of his goddamn <laughs> life his short life if he's coach bauman i remember Fine. them all I do too. I mean, I, so I, I, the only person I have hit, um, except for like my little brother on a car trip. Um, but like the only, the only person I have, I have physically struck in the face was my ele- an elementary school soccer coach. Oh my um, God. Yeah. I, he got in my face and it's a similar thing to the hands up on defense he there we were ch- we were children children i think i was 7 or 8 like you're in second grade third grade like a baby child and i'm like I, I I guess I fucked up and like something bad happened in the game. Um, you know, I didn't like shoot anyone, really? but I you know, but I, I did a I did a bad job at soccer and because um, they probably put me in a real soccer position, not like, they sweeper. Put On offense, like a middle field, where I had to like dribble and score a goal, which I'm just like, no, no, I'm here for the ball sense to do my like weird dance by the goalie (laughs) three times a game. Um, so I was bad when I when I was doing that. I'm like, I'm like, I have sports induced asthma, so I like can't run. Oh boy, (laughs) I start like raggedy breathing if I (laughs) am so. I I did bad. Like I get why he was yelling at me, Um, but he got in my face and he's this like lawyer this mean guy with like slicked hair looks like a like it looks like he's in like Wall Street or something in in, in my memory this big tan rectangular face and his like fancy college sweatshirt and like who who's he trying to impress and then his his big quaff of, of black salt and pepper hair oh, boy. he's screaming in my face. And I don't remember what he was yelling, but I remember his nose was so close. I remember I could smell his breath and then his like, nose was really close. And he was like hunched over yelling at me. And so I just, it was like a reflex. I just looked up and I put my hand in a fist and I just punched the side of his head, like a pinata. <laughs> and I just oh my punched- God. And he was so shocked that he like, he, fell down. He was like, oh my, and like held his, held his face. And then I'm standing over him. Like I clearly couldn't have heard him. I was exactly. like, but he fell down and was clutching his face. And then my mom ran over and she was like, oh my God, Bess, what did you do? Like, you're like, you're not a violent child. Like, And, I'm like, and I was looking at my fist, like, what did I do? Um, and so oh. I had to apologize and we had to go over to their house. And like, mm. we. I, I remember my mom like making, Bad food for them. And I, I had, I think she like got the little girl, his daughter, a bracelet. Oh. The like, village jeweler. And the whole thing was a nightmare. But I, yeah, oh. I get it. Being and was yelling, that
0: the end of soccer for you once you punched the coach?
1: Oh, for whatever reason, then I was like, this is my sport.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> went even harder. I did.
1: I was just like, it was like that there's nothing is... I won't do for the game.
0: What happens if you? Because you have a son who is the most yeah. adorable. I'm yes. telling you, he's the most adorable child.
1: He is. No, it's it's the craziest thing. It's my husband is very handsome, and uh, the- for that reason. I mean, this child, my son is a very, very happy boy. Yes, he is. It is very cute to be around a very happy guy.
0: Oh, but now what happens if he, will you allow, what if he says like, I want to play football? I want to play, because I have a little nephew who's four. Who, oh, my God, he's four now. He's four now. He's a little
1: sweet baby. I know, and now he's a that's sweet great. little... F- he's the cutest. Oh, he's my God, so, with his cheeks and big eyes. But thank oh
0: God. God he's into music and not into... Not that there's anything wrong with sports. No. Everybody plays sports. It's great if you enjoy I, it. More power to that. But, but I just get nervous yeah. that he's going to hurt himself or have some oh kind God. of brain damage or a concussion oh yeah, or something no, it's, in it's, football, you know? It's
1: documented. Like, that's that's just what happens. I Here's the thing. Charlie and I have talked about if our son ever wants to play football, and it's just such a simple no. Like, there's just, there's just like, as long as we are his parents, like, we can elect not to, like, take him to the practice, buy him the equipment, and play. Like, but I really have to say this. I don't think, and I know he's just one and a half. Um, yeah, he's 17 months old. Yeah, I'm like, how old is he? He's almost one and a half. Uh, I do not think football is in this guy's. Future, based on the things that he is into, you would
0: think genetically. I mean, I know your husband very well. I know you very yes. well.
1: Know very well. He, he he. My husband's like a music, a soft music man. His high school, you had to, you were required to play sports. Oh. And So his like workarounds were like the weird sports or things that were non-conflict. He would do like running. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, but for the baby, if he ever so he. How do I put this? His things that he's very into is putting um, anything that's round, like a, um, I mean, it's going to sound, it's like a top, tub- the little rubber that goes on a metal, on a, on a glass jar, like the orange yeah. rubber thing that goes on a, a glass jar, He'll like put that on his wrist and go fancy. Oh, um,
0: I saw him waving to the neighborhood dogs.
1: Oh yeah, he waves. And I, like, he's a, soft, he's a sensitive boy. He does spinning he, he does spinning, he does jumping, Ooh. but who knows? He also He's also a kid that if there's like a large object, he'll try to lift it. <laughs> kid, are you working on anything right now? We're working on this nap schedule, which yeah. delayed our thing today. <laughs> uh, this kid who is very cute and sweet has dropped his second nap <laughs> of the day. And so what I thought would be free time was- He's growing um, up.
0: He's growing, he's growing
1: up. up. He's growing up. He's a grown boy. Um, but they're going to make your
0: for... book into a film.
1: Yes. I'm working on the screenplay. I owe a, a stage of it very soon. That's incredible. Um, that is incredible. The book. It's called Nobody Will Tell You This But Me. Yes. Um, and uh, they they have optioned it. Hollywood came a knock Oh, thank
0: God. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God.
1: And I, you know, I am just, I'm the writer of it. And so I'm doing that part of it. That's so great. I hope so. You know, or not, because most movies are not good. And so the I know, but I know
0: you and I've read, I've read your writings, various writings, and they've all been good. So
1: God, I hope people like it. (laughs) 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 And if not... Yeah, if not, I'll be here doing fancy dances with my baby. Thank you
0: for coming on to Baby Mouth. I'm sorry that I did not enjoy these olives.
1: I should apologize to you. I'm sorry that I mandated you suffer. No. I will make it up to you. uh, Next time that we see each other, when this is all over, I will treat you to whatever food you want. Just a big chicken
0: parm hero.
1: I will... That is my comeuppance for all of this is that I owe you one chicken parm hero. You did a great
0: service to me to to get me to try the olives that I've never and frankly, I really did think I would like them because of my genetic makeup. I was like, well, genetically, I should enjoy this is
1: a food of my people. I will say this. Maybe I'm just feeling hopeful from my sleep deprivation, but I do think maybe it's an acquired taste, and maybe now that the initial shock of how terrible it is um, happened, maybe years from now you'll accidentally eat an olive in a pasta dish or yeah, something. If I
0: was at a party after COVID, when I'm at a party and I see an olive on a tray, maybe. You're
1: not- I'm
0: now man. I will pass it right by.
1: Yes, yes, you will have. Fine. You know what? Here's to knowing what you like.
0: Yeah, that's all this is about. Just try yeah. the damn food.
1: I didn't enjoy I'm it. Damn. No harm, I'm still alive. Wonderful. And you know what? Text me your text me your new address because I'm gonna postmates you guys some Italian food. Oh soon. my god, stop. Actually, it. Maybe maybe I'll do you guys have dinner plans tonight? No. Okay, guess what? My my reward for that is you oh, guys. Oh come here. on! Too bad that's what the, I feel so bad. You me. shouldn't. You're I'm doing. Gonna, you're doing what I've asked you to do. You're getting chicken parmesan tonight, and that's the end. Text me your
0: address. All right, everybody, here comes my mom
2: coming on in the room. I got you. <laughs> I yeah, didn't know working. if it was going to work. Oh. No, I got. I just, I don't know if I pressed the dial-in button or something. I don't
0: know. That's all right. How's it going, Mom?
2: It's going good. Good. You're staying safe, happy? Yep, safe, happy. Just want my vaccine. Doesn't <laughs> look like it's coming for a couple of months.
0: <laughs> I think you'll get it sooner than you think. I hope so. You know, I was talking to your sister this morning, my Aunt Rhody, talking about all the foods that she has tried, Mongolian
2: barbecue, she's had oh, I know. Thai food. Oh, I know. She likes food. She loves food. She'll eat anything. But why do you think you're so
0: different? You had the same
2: upbringing. You had the same childhood. Because we had a different life. She didn't get married till she was older. She never had any children. So we had two different lifestyles.
0: She said you overcook everything and it's
2: dry. <laughs> <laughs> that's partially true Well <laughs> she like she likes everything with you know all kinds of gravy and sauces and all real rich foods with cream and I don't know I don't like any of that stuff
0: yeah we're very basic we have a lot right. of basic foods yep we do she was talking about her boyfriend Vic how he cooks yeah. and he grinds his own spices. and he Yeah, ma- he's a gourmet cook. He makes all kinds of fish with fish sauce that she puts on pasta.
2: I have no idea.
0: You, <laughs> you like,
2: <laughs> do you like fish sauce? No, I don't want any sauce on my fish. The only thing I may put on it. Is squeeze some lemon on it.
0: Yeah, I don't think you put fish sauce on fish. I think you put...
2: I yeah, think you put it on macaroni or something. Yeah.
0: She was laughing. She said, what kind of Chinese food does your mother have? And I say lo mein because it's like spaghettis. And she was laughing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, just very interesting because you had the same exact... I mean, it couldn't be a more similar upbringing. You're literally twins. Right.
2: And yet such different eating habits. I know. Well, like I said, she had a whole different lifestyle than I did. I guess.
0: I don't know. I guess because you cooked more and she went out to eat more, huh?
2: Yeah. And she was single for a long time after I got married. So she went, you know, traveling and all over and tried different things and experienced different things. And That's that's it.
0: It doesn't seem like an excuse for you to not have tried foods because you were married and had kids.
2: No, but I'm just saying I just cooked home and cooked basic because that's what my mother did. Some people are good cooks. My mother was not a good cook. She was just basics. You're not a bad
0: cook. It's just dry. If you enjoy dry meat, you're the person to do it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the Thanksgiving turkey... Whatever, the last Thanksgiving. Well, it's been
2: a lot better the the last few years. It's been better.
0: It was so... You had to drink half a glass of water with every bite of turkey just to get it down.
2: No, I have to make that nice sauce with gravy with it. It's good. Mm. But you don't put any kind of
0: turkey... Because people do all kinds of things with their turkey. They fry it. You don't do anything like that, like a cheesecloth or...
2: No, I put it in a bag. You put it in a, a bag, and it, and then it cooks in the bag, and you put it in the oven.
0: You think you just leave it in there too long, or what was the issue?
2: Uh, maybe. I don't know. But the last couple of years, Jim, it's been good. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been dry. Okay.
0: Because it was very... I haven't returned since the dry turkey. <laughs> Not great.
2: Well, next time, you'll be in for a treat.
0: Oh, I... I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> November twenty uh, twenty-one. I can't wait yeah. to have the not dry like Lois Magula Turkey adventure.
2: Oh boy.
0: So today with Bess Calb, who's a really good friend of ours, very, very funny comedy writer. She's an author. She wrote a book uh, in the voice of her grandmother, and it's a bestseller. It's incredible. Wow. I know she's so smart and wonderful person. We had olives for the first time. Olives? You never had an olive? I never had any kind of olive in my life.
2: Well, that's not my fault. They were around. I love olives. And I don't, why you never had one is beyond me. Oh, it was not. It
0: was They were Castelvetrano olives or something like that? I never
2: heard of them. It has a pit in it. Yeah. Green. Green with a pin does in it. it have a does it have a little um like a little red pepper in it too no that's no. I
0: think a Spanish olive this was a cast of vitrano olive well I never heard of it it's not I might have eaten they're not well. good oh what are
2: they sour
0: well it's in this juice mm-hmm. the brine or whatever that's like salty olive juice and then the actual olive tasted like sour vegetables it was I don't know why people like those. What do you eat your olives with?
2: Salad, mostly with salad.
0: And you eat them whole or you chop them up?
2: No, well, I buy the real big ones. They have like different sizes. If they're big, I cut them in half. But if they're small, I just eat them whole. And I put the little Spanish olives in my tuna fish. Oh, God. They're good. Oh,
0: olives in the tuna fish? Black
2: olives. Yeah, the little Spanish olives. You cut them... Cut them up real fine you put them in your tuna fish with uh you know the mayonnaise and it gives it a whole different taste oh,
0: i i just it's it's interesting because tuna fish and olives are the two things so far that i've tasted that i have not enjoyed
2: oh boy i could eat tuna fish every day
0: i know people go crazy for it even aunt Rody this morning on the phone was saying she loves tuna fish but oh. yeah It's rough. The olive was rough. And it's interesting because being Italian, I thought my genetics would take over and I would enjoy the olive. I thought, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to love this. It'll be an Italian experience. I like olive oil.
2: I don't know. I don't, I never heard of that olive. I might've eaten it, but I, you know, didn't know the name of it.
0: It's just a green olive with a pit. Yeah. I took two bites. I took one bite, not good, Try it a second time, still not good.
2: So now you know you don't like them. <laughs> no, I don't enjoy them.
0: But I'm going to do this new segment on the podcast called Acquired Taste, because everybody says olives, so oh, they're an acquired taste, or tuna fish, it's an acquired taste. Like I don't even understand, why would you continue to try to eat something that's not delicious the first time?
2: Well, they figure maybe your your taste buds will change. Right. And then the next time you have it, you might like it.
0: Well, we're going to try this on my podcast every week from next week forward. I'm going to try an olive every week and i'm gonna see if i like it more
2: yeah well maybe you'll get you like they said you'll acquire a taste and you may like it then i
0: don't know if i'm gonna i doubt it well you never know until you try is there anything that you tried and you didn't like the first time and now you like that you've evolved into a taste of something
2: oh i'm trying to think I, i can't think of anything offhand you always liked olives yeah i always liked them black olives, brown olives, green olives. If they're in the salad or if you, if you go to like an affair or wedding or whatever, they always have olives. You can, eat, you know, by themselves right. or like in a platter. And that's how I try them.
0: I love that you said go to an affair. I love that saying, I'm going to go. What are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to an affair.
2: Well, a fair could be a dinner, it could be a wedding. No, I know, I just
0: sh- love that saying. It's so old-fashioned. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's so yeah. uh, classy. I'm going to go to I have an affair to go. You ever you don't really use that, but I guess you do. I guess I do. What would you say an affair is? A wedding?
2: A wedding, a shower, a birthday party, anything that's uh out of the ordinary. I guess an affair, an event. you know, an event.
0: Yeah. An event. No, I love that saying. I hate it. It's very classy, isn't it? I have an affair. I'm Lois affair to go and to. I have an affair to go
2: to this to weekend. Go to. I don't know. I've always said that. So now I say wedding. Yeah. Like those kind of things. Like if I have to go to a... A graduation or something. I say I'm going to graduation. I don't say I'm going to an affair. <laughs> affair, I think, is like more elaborate. So
0: only weddings are an affair?
2: No, I, that the way I say, the way I Use explain it. them, like I say affair, but like if I have to go to a A play or something. Don't say I'm going to an affair. Say I'm going to a play. I'm going to see this.
0: What plays have you got? You haven't seen
2: any plays other than the ones that you've been in.
0: The only ones you've ever seen are the ones I'm
2: in. Right. No, I did see a couple that when you, I went and, oh God, I saw the first play I saw, oh, was Sammy davis jr he was a fighter what's the golden heck was the boy name? Golden yep boy. that was i saw that with aunt liz wow. she took me went to new york and then i saw another one greece in no no oh yes greece for more yes i saw greece but you told me that and there was another one i i can't think of the name of that i saw me and Aunt he went on the bus but i i don't know the name what what's the name of it was it was a musical though
0: wow I can't believe you saw Golden Boy with Sammy Davis Jr.
2: Yes, yes. Do you remember it? Very little. I mean, how many years ago was that? How much were the tickets? I don't remember, Jim. I think Aunt Elizabeth bought the tickets. I
0: remember Aunt Liz took me on the school bus to see Phantom of the Opera when I was twelve years old, see? and the tickets were fifty dollars. And she would they were—we were so mad because they had just gone up from like forty to fifty or something. Now you can't even get. Like standing room is $40. Yeah. But we went and I remember watching Phantom as I was 12 years old. And then I remember being in Phantom, and I would look up at the same seat that I sat in when I was twelve years old.
2: Yeah, see, can you believe that? I yeah, it's like a dream come true. And I saw Phantom about eight times.
0: what you went it. And you would wear the show jacket, the Phantom of the Opera show jacket, and you. Told I know,
2: and I'd wear it wherever I went. Still have it, and plastic. <laughs> you should wear it. I Well, it, it's, it's not a winter jacket. Yeah. Well, what so. else are you going to do tonight? Friday night? Tonight, I'm just de-stressing <laughs> from my <laughs> week. De-stressing from my week. And that's about it. How do you de-stress?
0: It. you don't ever take a bath or candles or anything? A bath no, bomb?
2: Take a no. nice hot shower. And I, then I watch my soap operas that I taped. Why don't
0: you tell the people what we got you for Christmas this year?
2: They got me, for Christmas this year, I got a taping of Maurice Bernard, who was sunny on General Hospital, singing to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it on my phone, and every now and then I listen to oh, it. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, we got you a cameo, it's called.
2: Oh, a cameo.
0: And this guy, who's your favorite, I don't know, he was your favorite? I don't know if he's still your no, favorite. No, he
2: still is, but he's getting old now. He no. was young. But, um Yeah. He's singing. Sunnylicious, you call him. Sunnylicious. That's what everyone used to call him in in his younger days.
0: (laughs) We put a little money in his pocket to do the cameo.
2: Yeah, like he needs it, right? Well. I don't know. He's been on that show for I don't know how many years.
0: Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's lucky he's still on. I mean, soap operas yeah. are
2: a dying. I know. There's only I think there's only four left. Yeah.
0: And, you know, they have soap opera cruises where you could go on a cruise
2: ship with the stars. Oh, I know. And I see on the Internet, too, you can, uh, they, they go to all different places. And you can go and get a ticket and go see them and ask them questions, like, all over.
0: You wouldn't want to do that?
2: Uh, no. Too <laughs> old for that. Too old for that nonsense.
0: <laughs> I would imagine, actually, the target audience is probably about your age, Mom.
2: I don't know. I I have no idea, but I'm not into that. You
0: could go down to the Meadowlands and ask Sunnylicious a question.
2: Uh, no, thank you. <laughs>
0: Have you ever met any famous people that you could remember that you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I met them. Have you ever asked
2: anybody for an autograph? One time when I, uh, <laughs> I don't even know who it was. Some basketball player was at this place I went for lunch and I don't know who he was. I can't remember his name, but I got his autograph from Michael. He was a famous net or something.
0: Okay. New Jersey nets.
2: Net. Yeah. And, uh, I saw all these people going up to him and then I said, who is he? And they said, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Oh, can I have an autograph? I'm trying to think. I, I don't think so. That's it. You've never The d- famous person is my son. I got autograph.
0: <laughs> oh yes. I'm extremely famous. It's funny. You're not like an autograph seeker. You're not a star, no. star celebrity person.
2: No, not at all. But you like the star magazine. Oh, that's all. Um, I don't even think I don't even have time to read it anymore. And that's, Mostly go hearsay. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, exactly.
0: You always said to me you thought Broadway was much more prestigious than being on television or in movies.
2: Right. Well, yeah, it's a whole different uh, aspect of talent or whatever.
0: Yeah, but I always think to myself, I can't believe like you and Daddy let me go to NYU for acting. Weren't you like, oh God, this is a waste of money? Or
2: no, because you were talented, and well, and the teachers and everybody in school were saying, you know, how talented you are, and wouldn't want you, and you wanted to go. It yeah. wasn't like you didn't want it. You wanted to be an actor, and you wanted to go to Broadway since you were four years old. You told the neighbor, "I'm going." I want to go to Broadway. You were four. <laughs> so, you knew what you wanted to do. I know,
0: but that's so, just a big risk to have all that money and all the loans and everything. And then,
2: well, you had it well, when you, you got into the program, so you had to have some kind of talent. Yeah. They just don't put anybody in there. So, that was one good step in the right direction.
0: But there were 33 kids in my class, and I don't even know how many of them, most of them are not even in the business anymore.
2: Right, right. Because that's such a hard business. Forget it. People just, you yes give up.
0: Yeah. And I even, I wasn't even the star of NYU. I wasn't getting big roles and things there. No, no. I don't know. You had a lot of trust in my career. Right. In my talent. Right. Especially like for two
2: parents that are not showbiz parents. Parents, right. There, there are showbiz parents, but we weren't. No. Well, you had a talent, so you had to bring it out, I guess, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Well, good job, mom. It worked.
2: You had to get exposure. That's the word. I'm before
0: i have a happy life so it worked
2: good as long
0: as you're happy
2: that's all that matters
0: that's it the olives i will not eat them again and that's okay
2: you're not going to try them again oh
0: no you're right i have to try the olives now every week i'm gonna try well i'm interested Ugh. to see if an acquired taste is a real thing or if it's just <laughs> yeah. a, like a bullshit thing you know what i mean like uh it's an acquired taste it's like uh, okay let's try it it's such an acquired taste. Yeah, keep taste. On trying. Yeah, I'm gonna keep on keep trying it until you like it. Exactly. I'm gonna try these stupid olives that I think are not good until I like them, and we'll see if acquired taste is a real thing. Good boy. Because I
2: don't think it is. Good, well, we're gonna find out in a couple weeks. We're or gonna whatever. find
0: out in a few months when I'm still eating these horrible olives. But might as well try it. That's what the podcast is all about. Just try, try. It. you don't have to love everything, but you know, my listeners, I just want you to try new things, new foods, new adventures, you know, a new, a new way home, anything. Just try something right. new. It's good. It's good for your brain. It's good for your heart and your spirit. Right. It's Especially a good Especially at this, t-
2: this time in our lives.
0: Well, you should try some new things. That's going to be the new podcast. I know. Lois tries new things. <laughs> oh, I'm too old. All right, Mom. Have a good right. night. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. I
2: Love you. Love
0: you, Mom. Hi, the Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. You can follow the Baby Mouth Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at Baby Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review.
2: I mouse!